I was 20 years old and I remember feeling alone, afraid of the world that felt so unknown. Not sure if what I was doing would all make sense to me one day. I didn't have anyone to trust. I didn't trust myself with the choices I was making. I knew I needed change in my life, but I didn't know where to start and who to go to. You see, I was raised in a home that was taught religion and traditions instead of a relationship with Christ. Little did I know I had someone in my life who was praying for me. She prayed for me as her own, not just with prayers, but with action behind her love. I was resistant at first and didn't know how to respond other than being rebellious. I look back and know that I needed those bold heart of a mother prayers. I wasn't getting any of those prayers from my own mother because she didn't know how to do it. She continued to pray for me, bold and loud, and never backed down when I told her to. Her persistence, her love for me, and her faith in God was strong. She was the one who led me to Christ. She answered all of my questions and never, ever gave up on me. If it wasn't for her prayers, I'm not sure when I would have given my life to Christ. I wouldn't have found my purpose in Him. You see, a heart of mother doesn't necessarily mean you need to physically be a mother. It's the position of your heart and the fervent, bold prayers that intercede for a specific child in your life. Having a mother's heart is praying intentional, faithful prayers that can move the mountains around you. Amen. If you didn't catch that, that was my voice speaking. I don't know. Maybe you could, maybe you couldn't. But that is really um, just the heart and the meat of what we're doing here tonight. I am so grateful to see just all generations, um, mothers and people who are women, not just people, but women who are not mothers who are here. We all have such a special place in a child's life and in anyone's life. And, um, you know, speak, that's, a, that's just one of the many testimonies I have of God being so faithful. But um, I do... I did have a woman in my life who was not my mother who was fighting for me in prayers. And I would think, oh, my gosh, she's crazy because she's, like, literally on her knees praying for me. And I'm like, okay, I'm doing great. I don't, I don't need prayers. And I was being super rebellious at that time in my life. And I'm so grateful for that woman of God who never gave up on this 20-year-old who thought I knew everything. I knew, I, I'm good. I don't need prayers. I'm good. I'm good. And that's my sister, Monica. And um, I just want to thank you because without your bold prayers, I would probably be not where I am today. And so that goes for all the women in this room. There's someone in your life that, that God's going to reveal to you tonight that you can take that position and start praying for them boldly and probably and knowing that our God is fighting for them. Okay? So... Let's get started. I am super excited for tonight because it's my first time speaking on stage. All the other times I'm singing on stage. Yay! So hopefully it all comes out great. <laughs> if not, I'll share my notes with you afterwards because the notes are good. Uh, <laughs> but I'm super excited for tonight. Um, I'm the worship leader here at 316 Church, and I'm also Pastor Randy Sean's wife. So, um, yes, I love my hubby. We're a good team. Um, so let's just get started real quick. 
All right, if you're anything like me, you were um, folding clothes, doing laundry, doing dishes, vacuuming, getting lunches packed for the week, making sure your kids had clean underwear for the week, right? Um, And then you could probably think of about a million other things you could be doing than being here right now. The enemy was trying to keep you away tonight because every single time I want to go do something to feed my spirit with the Lord, the enemy will put distractions in my life. I get it and I understand. I am so happy you didn't listen to that voice. I'm happy you came. You made the right choice by being here tonight. So right now, I want us all to just take a deep breath. You are here. Everything else can wait. So congratulations. We took our first step for self-care because that's what I'm going to be talking about tonight. Tonight is about you and getting some time with God. And I hope this night blesses you all and that you let God meet you where you are. Let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I thank you, Jesus, for the words that are coming out of my mouth, Lord. I pray, Jesus, that they're your words and not mine. And I pray for every woman in this room to um, just hear your words tonight, Lord. We love you and we thank you in your mighty name. Amen. The heart of a mother must make time to rest and nurture herself so she can mother the way God intended her to. The Bible verse I'm going to be looking at is Matthew 11:28. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. If we could get that verse up, I want you all to just see something. Notice in the verse, it doesn't ask for you to come. It doesn't say, won't you come with me? Shall you come with me? No, it says, come to me, period. This is a statement. This is a need. It's not a suggestion. Jesus knew that if we gave our attention and time to other things, we would get worn out. Have we been there? Worn out, right? Burned out. He says, come to me and I will give you a real rest. Real rest is time with him. Real rest is not Netflix, right? Real rest isn't like, mm, I'm going to go shopping. That's nice. That's, that's a break. That's great. A real rest in him is coming to him because he is the only one who can fill us up. He is the only one who can fill the holes in our heart that we need to desperately fill. Amen. So, I want to see a show of hands in this room. How many of us are feeling tired right now? I get it. How about worn out? Burned out? I'm there with y'all. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, I get it. Uh, yeah, we get it. We are not physically tired, but we are emotionally tired mentally, and we can sometimes be spiritually tired. We try to fit everything into our day, and when our expectations are set too high, we don't get everything done. We get down on ourselves. We feel like a failure, and that's when the voice of the enemy comes in. He starts stealing our joy. He starts lying to us about our worth and making sure that we feel defeated. It doesn't matter if you're single, married, A mother or not a mother, we feel the pressures of this world. We feel the pressures of what we need to be, what the world says we need to do. But I'm here to remind you that the only way we're going to feel whole is to be resting in him and who he called us to be. 
I know I have felt in a season of my life where I felt so distant from the Lord, I didn't know who I was. And I want to take you back on that memory that I have. I had just had my, my baby girl, Riley, and I had my son, Cole, who was two years old. And if you know Cole, Cole is full of energy, and he's been full of energy since he was in my womb. I was like, oh, Lord, he is a busy one. And sure, he still is a busy seven-year-old. But when he was two years old and I had a newborn, I was working full-time. I was exhausted from waking up every two hours. I was depressed. And I'm going to get real with y'all. I was so depressed that I thought to myself, I wonder if anyone would care if I was actually gone. And to most of y'all, that might be like, whoa, she's always smiling. Well, that's what us women do. That's what us moms do. We paint a picture that we're fine. And that's a lie of the enemy. He wants to keep us away from community. He wants to keep us away from it. God, I remember feeling so sad. I didn't know how to express how I was feeling. Part of me was full of shame and guilt, and the other was numb. I was irritable with my husband and had zero patience for my very active two-year-old, and I felt far, far away from God. I remember those dark feelings and knew it was postpartum depression. I was holding high expectations for myself and did not allow myself to rest in him. I felt guilt for trying to take some time for myself. And naps, what were those? Those never happened. If I wasn't taking naps or much, getting much done, how was, when was I ever going to rest in him? I felt guilt for trying to take some time for myself. And naps, those, like I said, never happened. My family wasn't getting the best of me. They were getting the worst of me. I knew change needed to happen fast because the enemy was trying really hard to take me to a very dark and isolated place. The change I needed was to improve my time with the Lord and to take care of me so that I can be the woman God intended me to be, so that I can be the mother that God intended me to be and the wife that God intended me to be. So the first step that I had to take was to get rid of religious expectations. I avoided time with God because I felt like I didn't have any time left in the day. Waking up every two hours, working full time, going to work. And if you knew where I work, some of you in this room knew where I work and where I lived. Driving there, it was like two hours it felt like. There was zero time by the time I got home to even think about spending time with the Lord. I had to do dinner, you know, all the duties, do dinner, put the kids to bed. And then by the time it was time for me to go to bed, let me tell you what my prayer sounded like. Thank you, God, for this day. Okay, I fell asleep. We've all been there. We've all done those religious prayers of just going to bed, right? I felt like if I wasn't going to have 30-minute devotional time and an elaborate prayer time with a whole full worship set, then it wasn't even worth it. I felt like I was disappointing God, which were all huge lies from the enemy. Truth is, is that God does not need a fancy service. He just needs us. He doesn't need us to plan out what our day with him looks like. He just needs us to take that time. The way we pick up the phone to call our family and friends is the way we need to come to him. That is a period statement. Remember that, not a suggestion. 
we also get caught in the comparison trap. Am I right? We all compare. It's a huge, toxic thing to do. But we say, hmm, she must have a much more time because she's not a mom. She must have more prayer time. So it, it's okay. We start justifying our st- sin a little bit too much. We need to stop the thoughts of comparison. The enemy will cause us so much pain because the minute we start thinking them is the minute we start believing them. We are all in different seasons of our lives and have to take a look at our own lives instead of the people around us. Imagine if we spent as much time reaching out to the Lord in prayer rather than comparing ourselves. We would all have a very, very strong relationship with the Lord. I know I would. We have to be willing to move things around to make it happen. We need to get over the idea that God needs a Sunday service because all he needs is us. Sorry, hold on. (laughs) He wants us. He doesn't need anything more than our heart, our actions, and our mind. Only through him can our mind be renewed and made whole. Only through him can we move forward and find the rest that we need. We have to make it happen, ladies, because I'm letting you know the enemy is out there ready and waiting for that moment to come into our lives and take us to that dark, isolated place. My drive started to look a little bit different when I started realizing how far away I was. I started driving to work and home, and I was like, you know what? If this is the only time in my life that I can get quiet and not have to listen to Old McDonald How to Farm, then I'm going to put a worship song on. And I'm going to bring church to my car. And so I started driving, and I started praising Jesus. And I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I couldn't find this in my day. And let me tell you, praying in the car when you work so far, amen, (laughs) when you work so far helped me be so nice to traffic and all the people. I was like, you know what? This is the fifth car I let in. Go ahead. It was, it was nice. I, was, I felt really good. I needed that time with God. I needed, I needed to feel his presence. I needed to know that he was fighting for me. If that was going to be the only time I could fight in my day to him, then I was going to make it happen. God doesn't care what you're doing. You're vacuuming, doing the dishes. Praise him. Praise him for those dishes you get to wash. Praise him for that house you get to vacuum. It's all about our mind shift. Every single person in here has been created by our creator and has been made to do creative things. And our God is going to show us that the more we, please hold, the more we search him. So that takes me to my second point, me time. How many of us get it? I don't see any hands in this room, ladies. Good, me time. Every day we go through different emotions, highs and lows. Thank you, sir. I thought I could use this, but it didn't work out. Highs and lows, emotional roller coasters, and we are doing everything for everyone, right? Putting our needs aside. We say yes to way too many things. We turn into a taxi driver, a chef, a nurse, a maid, and much more. 
right? Come on. Because, because we love our families and we were created to nurture and serve them. But when are we, when are we doing that to ourselves? We were also created to love and enjoy the life we are in. Sometimes we feel guilty with the word self-care. Self-care comes off as selfish, not needed, but it definitely is. The other day I had to run some errands before my brother's very muddy wedding that I did not know was going to be so muddy until yesterday. But I had to run some errands, and that took about three, four hours. And so I left the kids with Randy, Sean, and I get home, and his hair is all crazy. And he's like, man, I thought you had to go to Hobby Lobby. I'm like, yeah, that's why it took three hours. I went to Hobby Lobby, my favorite store. So I looked at him, and he starts telling me everything that the kids did. Cole did this, Riley did this, Ray Ray, and I'm just looking at him like this. And if you know me, that's my sarcastic smile, like, oh, that's cute. So I told him, I said, baby, I know, I know. And he just stopped in his tracks, and he goes, babe, you need some more me time. And all I had to say to that was, preach, I do. You are so right. So I have to record him saying that (laughs) because I need to remind him. No, but if we have, this is a good point. If we have nothing good in us, we will not be pouring anything good from us. We want to be refreshed, replenished, joyful, and full of love when life throws things our way. How we respond to things shows what has been filling up inside of us. Let me say that again. How we respond to things shows what has been filling up inside of us. Ladies, it is so important to make sure that we take a breather for ourselves, not just to relax, but to tap into the creativity God has blessed us with. When I became a mother, I felt like I lost my identity. I turned into a mommy, mom. No more Selena Garcia. It was mom. I didn't know what I was supposed to do in free time. What was that? I know that played a huge part in my depression I was experiencing. So we need to find something that brings us joy, something that fills our spirit and allows us to be who God created us to be. Now, you're probably telling yourself, okay, Selena, that sounds wonderful, but when will I get that time? My answer is make it. Sounds easier, right? Okay, make it. No, but just the way we schedule a hair appointment is the way we should be scheduling some time with the Lord. Everywhere we schedule our son's practice on Wednesday nights and Thursday nights, that should be our time scheduling it with the Lord. If it's going to and from to work in the morning, and that's the only time that we have quiet time with him, then schedule it. Put it in your planner. Ladies, I'm telling you, if I didn't have a planner, I don't know what I would do. And seriously, that is probably the biggest advice I can give. If you have nothing else to take away from what I'm talking about, prioritize your time with the Lord. Prioritize it and prioritize you. The more we fill up with him and do what he created us to do, the more we will enjoy the journey God has for us. It will make us a happier mom, wife, who fills the room with God's peace and joy. Because what is in you shines through. What is in you shines through. In Matthew 22, it says, love your neighbor like you love yourself. So let me ask you, how are you loving yourself? 
are you creating boundaries in your life that are allowing you to have time with the Lord that you need and crave? Self-care isn't about self-indulgence. It's about refreshing and renewing our minds, bodies, souls, and spirit. God cares about us deeply and will meet us where we are because the heart of a mother must make time to rest and nurture itself so she can mother the way God intended her to. Self-care always starts and ends with God. Thank you, women. Love you guys.